0: Well gather round everybody, it is time once again for the Steel Salary Cap Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm Tim Kennedy, I'm here with Sean McGuire. Hi. Hi Sean.
1: How are you doing?
0: I'm well, how are you?
1: I'm okay, I I did not try to mimic your intro.
0: Nah, it didn't go so well last time. I thought it was awesome. Well, I mean the beginning was awesome and then it went downhill fast. Really fast. I'm feeling judged. (laughs) Joining us also today, we have Dr. Bjorn Westgard back with us. Howdy! Hi, Bjorn. How are you doing? I'm, I'm, I'm well. How are you? I'm good. We we, s- we spent some time in Chicago this past weekend. Not we did to get not, not together, together, but we were in. The, you were both in the, city in together. the
1: same city, a little small town like Chicago, and you couldn't find each other.
0: No, but I think I did see the the sailboats that your son. One of <laughs> your son was on one of the sailboats that I saw. Oh yeah, yeah. So and and the uh, recommendation that you gave us for that athletic association—that's solid. Oh my gosh, it's the coolest place. It's this giant room. So it's the uh, Chicago Athletic Association. So in my mind, it's uh, a, a you know ritzy club. Like you, not everybody can get in, and they have this drawing room upstairs. It's a giant room, really dark wood. The floor there's tiles on it that are about a nickel in size. All over this giant floor with, with uh, designs in the floor. There's fire, three fireplaces. I mean, I f- I felt like a boss. Why were you man. there, Bjorn? Like, were you just, why were Why did we go there? Yeah, like uh, you can just go there and get a drink. Bjorn okay. Bjorn sent the suggestion. It's like, a it's like a lounge. So we went in and I ordered a cocktail and What'd you get? I got the a uh, cobbler. <laughs> okay, <laughs> which. Uh, I, it did taste like a peach gobbler. It was delicious. I'm an old fashioned guy myself. Well, I, I mean, in a place like that, I normally would have, but I saw this thing on the menu that had uh, uh, tequila, vermouth, and I'm like, I've never had those things together before. So I went for it, and it was delicious. No worries. And peach schnapps, apparently. I think peach schnapps and pomegranate. Sean like and it. I know how you work.
2: Sean would have gotten something similar, I think. I, I as long feel, as it again, had an I feel, umbrella I feel in
0: judged. it. <laughs> Well, you no, and I ordered no. a pink drink. We went to a, a hotel bar at one of our buddies' weddings, and we said, we don't care what you serve us, just make it pink. Make it pink, yeah. yeah. And I I think that was delicious as well. Yeah, it was. Did I... you spring for uh, ALCS uh, tickets when you were in Boston? No. Uh,
1: my Boston story was we, we get there, we go check out one school. We're going to go check out other school, and my son tells me that he's sick. So I spent a good portion of my trip, like trying to track down a COVID test. Oh my gosh! Uh, so uh, texting Bjorn, like, where can I get? <laughs> where can I get a strep test? Walgreens, Binax now. Yeah, no, I, is- I got one of those, but but it was like uh, so. So by the time we got back, I was like, oh, I could go down, and we were just wiped. So we, we, uh, and and apparently Boston got shellacked anyway. So it was, it was going to be a big bummer. But you know, what I didn't realize that Fenway has okay, they've got a bar in Fenway. And and I guess everybody who's from Boston is going to be like, yeah, dummy. But I didn't know this. They have a bar in Fenway that you can access to from the street. And it's like behind the green monster. And it has like a screen looking out onto the field. So you're at field level and you can just go in there. And sit down and watch the game. you're not paying for a ticket.
0: So when you're you just drinking a, in this bar. When you say a screen, it's like a window? Or is it like it's a like TV it's like a metal
1: screen? it's like a metal okay. mesh thing. So it's it's part of the green monster. I think so, and it's like yeah, in of a little bit of a little bit of a There's in of the bottom of the green monster. of like some kind of mesh thing, and you a huh. think, oh, there, there a there's, uh, uh, there. there's a a <laughs> A, a, no, there's there's a hundred
2: Bostonians tying yes. one on.
1: That's exactly what it is, and you could literally just go there. There's, like, no reservations. It's, like, it's the playoffs. We could have, if my kid wasn't sick, we we would, we could have just stayed there and watched some of the game from there, that's, from inside the stadium. It was, and I was cool. I saw this, and I was just like, well, I, f- I feel a little bit kind of like I got to the inside of the park because, like, I was closer to the field, and – any seat I was gonna pay for.
2: <laughs> You're closer than either of us, right? Oh, that's for sure.
1: That's so awesome. it was cool. But there, oh. were no, there was nobody playing at the time. It was it was pregame. But you know,
0: yeah, but you were, you still got to see it. I still got to. That's... I had
1: had not seen Fenway before. I wanted to see Fenway and Wrigley. I've been to Wrigley. Had not seen Fenway, and and I and it didn't cost me, you know, uh, five hundred dollars for. We...
0: We stopped by Wrigley when we were in Chicago. I had not been like face to face with it before. Oh, Wrigley's awesome! It was very
1: awesome. I have a hard time. Uh, yeah, it's 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 maybe my favorite park that I've been to.
0: Well, let's get into some football here. We have Doctor Westgard with us to discuss the injuries that have been cropping up this season. Maybe uh, how they're going to impact your fantasy seasons, or, or dynasty teams if they're long-term present
1: future yep. yeah
0: salary cap teams so
1: and if you don't have any injured players that's fine it's still an interesting discussion of medical facts
0: that's right you can, I think I mentioned last week you can impress your co-workers uh tomorrow after listening to this you can pull out terms like mallet finger and right I don't know I'm sure I'm Bjorn's not sure I want sc- to
1: pull out a term like mallet finger at work I think <laughs> Maybe Bjorn, an HR call there. Bjorn
0: will supply us with uh, some other terms that we can use. I All think. Right. Um, ah, before though, before we get into that, I wanted to give you a victory lap, Bjorn, because we talked in July this summer, and you were telling us how Joe Burrow uh, was recovering from the same injury as Tariq Cohen, basically, and they just had two different trajectories in terms of recovery. Uh, and it's it's bearing out that way. Joe Burrow is having a great season. You mentioned he had a real positive outlook and a lot of support around him. Tariq Cohen had um, a smaller network of support and seemed to be really struggling mentally with the recovery. So uh, just wanted to, to point out a victory lap for you. We like to take it. It also helps to have Jamar steal. Chase.
1: I'm just going to throw that out there. Well, that's true.
0: Woo! <laughs> I guess so. All right. I mentioned Mallet Fingers. Should we jump in there?
1: Let's start with Mallet Finger.
0: Russell Wilson's got Mallet Finger. I watched it happen. I get squirmy with finger injuries, so that one was really hard for me to watch. Really? I don't like people... F- fingers specifically. Fingers specifically. I don't like people touching my fingers. I don't like... I'm really squirmy when it comes to fingers. Do you not I hold should, hands with your fingers? I eyes? can pull
2: off my fingernail so as we
0: speak. You can stop doing that right now because it's <laughs> Are you really. It, really weirding me out oh. <laughs> oh my gosh wrong guy to have in the room right now is it All
1: fingers Is right. it also come for toes i'm just curious
0: uh yeah to some degree fingers are worse but toes are oh, also that is interesting yeah it's now, i now
1: know something new i
0: can torture you with
1: and i serious? intend to do so
0: <laughs> so uh what's happening with russell what is this mallet finger we're we're hearing about
2: well uh, did you watch it happen i watched
0: it happen yeah i mean it looked kind of like a broken or dislocated finger to me right Except well for the and it's downward. kind of funny
2: because you see him walking off the field and he's kind of like hmm, does it go straight does it go straight no goes down goes straight
1: down and it droops and, it droop-
2: <laughs> and he couldn't finger- get it to go straight is,
1: there, is the other term for this called droopy fingertip no <laughs> okay
2: fine um yeah no it's kind of interesting with uh with what happened to him and you know for a quarterback luckily it wasn't his index finger but i don't know maybe middle finger is that the you know it's his dominant hand
1: i think they're both pretty essential
2: yeah right you know imagine throwing that ball so uh he comes up against donald and and just totally whacks this thing and um so
0: what happened inside like did something well
2: so regardless with mallet finger you've got disruption of the tendon and the real question is whether you broke the bone right because the the tendon attaches to the bone mm-hmm. the bone comes off okay maybe you're going to need a pin it's, it's
1: the tendon that allows you to straighten your finger so if like right now i'm trying to straighten my finger and, and i successfully straightened my middle Shawn finger. sean has just straightened
2: his middle finger at okay me.
1: And that requires a tendon, right? And you're saying, if I had mallet finger, my tendon would not be connected.
2: Yep, it's not not attached to that. Do you see this, Tim?
0: I yes, I see it. Thank you. To
2: the to the end of the finger, and so you're not going to be able to straighten the entire finger, right? You know, it's all the fingers are is basically a, a cord and pulley system.
1: I didn't realize this that all your muscles doing all that stuff are in the hand. Yeah, it's just tendons going to your finger. You don't have all muscles tendons. in your finger. All tendons.
2: Yeah, yeah. And he got some deep and some superficial tendons. Anyhow, it's busted, and
0: the the tendon or the bone.
2: Well, that's what we don't know, okay. and they weren't very clear on what was busted. Right. Um, he had surgery immediately. So presumably, my guess is that it was just tendon, and they basically just reattached it, and they'll splint them in in extension, right, so that the thing stays straight, heals. So, hope for so, the best. So, so
1: my so I, my my theory when I looked at this as a non doctor was that it was more likely to be a break, and the reason why is that. The, uh, I, no one can watch my hands except for you guys but when he, when the, his hand struck Donald the blow was not um, to the tendon on the top it was the other side which to me made it more likely that the issue was the bone broke and then the tendon and the little bit of bone came off but it just had to do with the angle of the hit it,
2: it can happen either way Right, but basically he's thrown it. He's got his hand, in, his fingers in extension, right? Mm-hmm. His, uh, all his fingers are extended, and then he gets hit on the tip of one of them, bends it down, busts it basically against the force of the muscles that are holding that finger in mm. extension. And so the tendon could break, the bone could break. And yeah. so what you what you know is that he had surgery. What I also know is that he throws with his hand for a living. Right.
0: And uh, do we know when he'll be back this season? What the recovery time is? I don't
2: think they have said. I mean, for a six-week sort of standard healing, if you were just like, so if I were seeing someone in the emergency department with that, I'd put them in an extension splint that keeps them fully straight.
0: Right. Fingers straight. I'd extended.
2: say more or less 6 weeks. Okay.
1: Cuz you're trying cuz what you're trying to do by keeping it straight is you're trying to have the the tendon reattach itself. You're making sure that it heals. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. And then and then is this is is this likely re-injury or risk of re-injury or like once it's healed it's, it's probably good?
2: Well, you've heard me. Speak I know on I this. I
1: understand. <laughs> that the the, the, the original, parts original parts theory are always better
0: than the repaired parts <laughs> yeah no i get so that. yeah
2: absolutely but is he at re-risk but as long as he doesn't get it nailed again should be fine but it's is kind of interesting because you you watched him walk off he's, he's just p-
0: beyond's pointing at me
2: yeah <laughs> uh, sorry no it's uh, fine but he's just like super he's just like what's going on with my yes tip?
0: Yeah, and I was like, so I just told, I revealed my secret to you, and I'm watching him just be like messing around with his finger, and I, I would have been losing my mind out there, like screaming with Think my hands. Think about in how ear. many times
2: your, in a be, career that guy's gotten his fingers jammed.
1: Because are you saying, Tim? Are you saying this because of your finger squeamishness, or just in general injury? No, it, it's the something finger. Something not working right. It's the
0: finger squeamishness. I would,
2: I would say you have some sort of
0: phalanges. Issue, yeah, yep, yeah. I do. On to Travis Etienne. <laughs> uh, this is not I, a new.
1: But I, but this isn't going to be a therapy session for Tim.
0: This <laughs> This is not a new injury, but it's new since we talked with Bjorn last. Uh, the, the, so the old Liz Frank. The Liz Frank. Um, so we don't have to spend. We've we've spent time in other episodes talking with you, Bjorn, about the Liz Frank injury. But you had um, you'd come in with a little bit of research in terms of recovery. Yeah, and you qu- fully come
1: back? Yeah. Or? The question I had, the, the reason I'm, I, is because of his situation. Is he's out. There was already was a young, successful running back on that team in James Robinson, and his value went way down when they drafted uh, Etienne. Uh, and then Etienne gets hurt, and so there's this question that I have. Basically, has to do with how long would you would you normally expect it to take for Etienne to come back, and challenge for that starting job now that's there's a lot of subjective things going into that but one of the things is is after a year because this happened like what it pre-season. Happened season right, right. So, Jaguars so, versus after Saints. a full year are we likely to see uh Travis Etienne being whatever he was before the injury for the most part or is this one of those things like uh some some injury that that sometimes they can take more than a full year to get back up to speed
2: yeah so they so they called what he had a sprain right versus a fracture or a dislocation right and so remember we're talking about that joint that joins the first and the second digits the toe bones the the uh, metatarsals right the long bones Mm -hmm. in the foot with the midfoot bones the metatarsals so it's that primary joint in the foot. so that's what he's got sprained. but he didn't have to have anything pinned or plated or fused okay. or anything, right? So that's a that's huge. Okay, right? And so ordinarily, your average Joe, six to eight weeks, non-weight bearing, you're good. maybe ten weeks. Um, if you have surgery, three to six months. Um, but so I did. I looked this up and uh, 83% return rate, depending on the study. And then they Is have this the professional football players, professional athletes. Okay. 83% return rate. And they have done a couple studies that looked at subjective assessment of performance after return, 87% of prior function per the player.
1: Okay. Right. So, so, that's, I don't know. so that's the player's own assessment. Yeah. So I
0: multiply
2: 0.83 by 0.87. I don't know. Yeah. No, yeah, no, here
0: <laughs> So go. there's a pretty good chance he's not the same player he was when he came back. He's not the same player, but he's but young, good.
2: right? I mean, we're talking like the young guy who's coming on to be uh, lead. And so maybe next season, you got to think about the average wear and tear that someone in his position is getting. Yeah. Over a year that he's not getting yeah. this year.
0: Why is he out for the year? If you gave us a time frame of, you know, maybe 10 weeks, which I guess is a good chunk of the season, but it sounds like he maybe could have come back if he's on that timeline. Do you... The team's just taking care of them. They've I got... think
2: the team's just taking care of them. Frankly,
0: okay. I, right I'm, I'm not
1: entirely sure they want to win a lot of games this year. <laughs> well, that could be <laughs> just saying they're doing what a lot of us are doing. <clears throat> we're talking drafts here. Yeah, this is. I, I mean, I don't. I'm, I'm making it a casual uh, accusation here, but I just, if you, I mean, that that's for me. And if there's not like a clear medical reason for it, especially with the new IR rules, you can bring guys back. Um, then I think there has
0: to be a. Uh,
1: up upstairs, you know, uh, GM-type reason for
0: it. Sure. So we probably are looking, given what you said, we probably are looking at um, a, a one-year kind of, or a second-year surge for Robinson that may not continue next year.
1: Well, I, he, I, I still think he, he comes into next year, presuming he continues to have another yeah. good year. He's going to come into his third year, having two solid years of production on bad football teams. Oh, and here's this other guy who you haven't seen a thing of. And I think that, I think that that's going to give him, I mean, I'm not saying, I'm not saying Robinson is, is uh, for sure going to be anything. I just think that at some point in time they have to go with who's actually done the job. Sure. Yeah,
2: absolutely. He's got a track record versus ATN who they're protecting. He's an investment
0: Right. Yeah. All right. We don't have to spend a lot of time on this one, but it was a an injury we hadn't talked about before. David Montgomery hyperextended his knee. He's already been out a couple of weeks. He'll be out another week or two. Um, what is an, a hyperextension of the knee? Like, what what part of the knee is injured with that?
1: That just bent. You bend it backwards. Well, uh, yeah.
2: I mean, you you. Uh bend it slightly slightly backwards it goes straighter uh or more forward than it ordinarily should but what's interesting is that he's had all the imaging and they haven't called it anything else um but so in hyperextension the you can i mean probably one of the most common things to lose in hyperextension would be acl Right, So you've got someone who plants and and either twists or tries to stop with their foot and their leg, and they uh, tear their ACL. He didn't do that, uh, but he probably strained the whole lot of them, right? Either side, medial and lateral collateral ligaments, as well as the ACL and the PCL. Everything probably got jacked. It's like the whole chassis of your car. Yeah right so you go in you hit like a giant pothole you're like oh my god the entire car has been jolted yeah i don't want to hit another pothole right right so he's got he's got to tighten up the entire thing before he's good to go
0: so everything that got stretched out in theory kind of comes back together it's not as stretched out and you go forward
2: well and again this is the thing uh sorry again we were talking pre-show uh but Uh, This is the thing this year. Everyone's calling everything a sprain, strain. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, with strains, you can have, like, grade one, which is sort of like micro tears and Mm -hmm. and, uh, stretching. Grade two, which is like a partial frank tear. Grade three, which is a total tear of the ligament. Still called a sprain. Right. And so... He had hyperextension, and so he sp- he sprained slash strained all of those ligaments. Who knows how jacked any particular to me like one of these
1: Extension are. isn't really a diagnosis as much as it is a mechanism for for an injury. It is a mechanism, yeah.
2: and 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 trying to find the. Def- it's basically
1: a strained knee because of hyperextension. Yeah.
2: Okay. But trying to find the actual injury as a result. Is everything's super opaque on that? I'm like, okay, what happened to Monty? I don't, I, I, I can't
0: find it. Well, maybe it's one of those things like you just have to rest it, so it doesn't really matter, like what actually. I mean, if you know that things are intact, you just have to. Give oh, it they time. know
2: exactly. Come on, man.
0: This guy's had his knee
2: MRI'd <laughs> up and down the wazoo. This isn't, they like know your, exactly. this isn't your knee
1: injury, Tim. This isn't me when I fell down the stairs and like, what's going wrong? I don't know. It got jacked. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm not used to people carrying. They know much exactly how torn injuries.
2: these ligaments, how inflamed these ligaments are, but they're not. But does the... it
0: change the the treatment? It or...
2: might, but they're not going to tell you that. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right.
0: Let's, let's move on to another sprain. Saquon Barkley has a low ankle sprain. We've talked about high ankle sprains before. A crazy, my...
1: crazy looking injury, by the way. Yeah. They're... Did you watch that happen? Yeah. I'd, yeah. I'd, <laughs> I, I felt so bad because everybody that's been sticking with Saquon and then he comes, I mean, I, oh my I, I don't God. have him, but I'm like, oh, that looks like he's losing that leg. I the mean, fact that his
2: foot didn't come off in that right. injury. <laughs> yeah,
0: it looked bad. Yeah, my, so maybe my question here is not appropriate, but I was like, low ankle sprains, don't you just, like, I went on a ski trip and sprained my ankle I mean, and I stuffed my, my foot into a boot and stuffed. I was on that ski trip with
1: you. It did not look like that.
0: <laughs> I will say, maybe and, it would in slow motion. Sean.
1: <laughs> when I when I tore my ankle up, it, it, I was in a cast for eight weeks. So I know there's a wide range, right? Yeah. You talked about yes The call call them all uh, sprains, but I know mine. It was uh, it was torn, you know, and yeah. uh, and it still isn't the same. I can't dunk anymore. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'm, no comments. I'm not commenting on that.
1: It's uh, all because of
0: that. All right. So he's he's got a severe, that, that's a severe injury, obviously. Yeah. It's,
2: I mean, yeah. if you watch that video, man, yeah. you know that's a severe injury. Yeah. But I so just he's, there's three ligaments around there, right? He's got, there's basically the posterior, anterior, and sort of the one that goes down the calcaneofibular ligament. And...
0: There there that's the term you want to toss out at work tomorrow. Can there you, you go. Say that one more time.
2: Calcaneofibular ligament. There you go. Um and if he, I mean, watching that entry, it looks like he tore probably at least two of those, probably the anterior and the calcaneofibular ligament based on the fact that his foot was plantar flexed and then he got this huge in, inversion where the foot basically went Ninety degrees to his, uh, mm-hmm. so I'm I'm surprised he didn't actually fracture any bones. Well, which is...
0: I th- were we watching together, maybe we saw the highlight, but that was what you said, Sean. As soon as you saw it, I think we were recording during the Giants maybe, game, yeah. and we
1: we had we, had, we had, it had already happened because while we were talking, there was I think there was some discussion about That's somebody right. else. Somebody else had gotten hurt, so He's, yeah, I would have
2: him. imagined that he would have had a trimalleolar ankle fracture. And he ended up with a sprain. But you got to know that it's like, you know, the mother hummer of sprains.
1: Yeah,
0: the mother hummer. (laughs) All right. Well, how about Christian McCaffrey's strained hamstring? Like, I I am also not used to uh, a hamstring. Maybe I don't understand these strains and sprains, but a hamstring keeping a guy out this long. Uh, and but uh, maybe that That's is just
1: that when you when you do so few things that are athletically inclined, like you might not understand that these things can, can be stressed. How well, Think, use about, my think about
0: this guy's position? Raise my finger. What is he?
2: Oh, Tim has extended his mallet finger.
0: <laughs> uh yeah, so Christian McCaffrey, uh is this is this a result of him having so many touches every year playing football? Uh <laughs> Not the no, last but, two years. Well, I kind of, not, I didn't pre- present this to you earlier, Bjorn, so I'm, I'm guessing you probably don't have an answer. But we've brought up the idea that he's just, these guys that touch the ball so many times in a particular season, like over 400 or 300, 370, 400 mm-hmm. times, that they their bodies just kind of start to break down right, from just all w- that work. wear and tear. And, and it's is, just mileage. And is this a result of that? Would you, Could you guess that it might be a result of that? Or is this just a freak accident kind of thing?
2: Well, think about this, his, this position, his hamstring is, is like essential to his job, right? That's like his, that's probably the most important muscle that's propelling him. It's like Westlaw for my job. (laughs) Okay. Okay. (laughs) I'm going to trust you on that one. But, uh, No, so so again, here we have one of these things where you're like he strained his hamstring. Um, well, so grade one, grade two, grade three. What are we talking about? Because uh, you know, grade one, okay, you know, a week, two weeks. Grade two or three, that can be months.
0: Yeah, right. So he's got a he's got a serious one. So.
2: you would presume. So, I mean, you know, a sp- uh, again, it could be that the whole hamstring has pulled off the bone. Oh. Uh,
1: well, he was, I mean, he was walking around afterwards. Like He looked when, okay. When it happened, it was like he knew instantaneously that yeah. he was done. He hopped. Yeah. Yeah. There was the hop. And it was like, uh-oh, you know? Yeah. And you're like hoping it's not something worse. And so I guess it's good that it wasn't something worse, but but there was a lot of but like- But it's still uh,
2: substantial has not had surgery right? right so presumably everything's in relative position to everything else but and uh and uh just doing a little bit of research his uh his partner has said that uh he's getting laid so uh
0: for what that's <laughs> worth uh, like on Twitter or something yeah like? on
2: twitter Jeez. uh saying which for you know so it's not impeding him in that in that realm
1: she literally just posted this on Twitter
2: yeah. I'd I, like a month ago.
1: Hmm. That just seems. odd. Then again, there was uh, George Kittle's wife. Yeah. And and guess I guess it happens. I, I think that she was. It's just somebody. Some people are just. She's farming.
2: just. She's just saying that he's fit, right? No, I hear <laughs> you. No, he's I recovering.
1: I just I didn't see it. I, I, I Kittle's wife had had complained about his Madden rating because that that his stamina rating should have been higher. Which I thought was hilarious.
0: That's pretty funny. <laughs> it's pretty funny. So, Sean, you were saying that you are out on CMC. Do you mean going forward, like I, career-wise?
1: Yeah, I mean, I mean, like, would if someone wanted to trade him for me, would I accept him in a trade? Of course. But I'm never going to pay the price it's going to take to get CMC on my team, and it's just because I think that I think this is it's going to be what, hot and cold. This is what we're going to we're going to see out of him. He seems to be at this point in the time in his career. He seems to be a guy that um, is going to get a lot of these soft tissue injuries. And, you know, perhaps, you know, it's like uh, using Pulp Fiction. Like this is he's a race car. He's just in the red all the time. Mm-hmm. And he can't sustain that, right? So um, I think he's super talented. And uh, I just think that it, you might – I, I don't I I can't think of a whole lot of situations of a guy who just keeps on getting this kind of, of injury who suddenly just never has those injury problems They just go away and they're fully in the rearview mirror like it just it does happen but I guess Robert Smith was was a guy in Minnesota that was a little bit like that um uh but you know I feel like that's that I'm going back 20 years now to to bring up Robert Smith. Right. So, well,
0: let's move on to Rashad Bateman, and I I think maybe I'll let you set this one up, Sean. And yeah. I know Bjorn, you brought some some information to the table here too. So yeah, so Bateman. so
1: Bateman, uh, former uh, Golden Gopher, Rashad Bateman, um, had this kind of like low level injury in August. He came back quick. It was like barely even mentioned, and then he had. much more serious injury which was described as a groin injury but i have since read that perhaps it was a sports hernia which uh it sounds like it's not that big of a deal but apparently is extremely painful and uh he had surgery so i'm kind of wondering um like my understanding of a sports hernia is like you've got muscles that run through your lower abdomen and they attach and then you can literally rip them off the bone and then when you have surgery i'm wondering like you know when when you get like an old man hernia they put a mesh back there right but sports hernia, i think is literally like you've got a torn um it's different the mechanism i think is different so i'm just wondering like what are what are they sewing in a surgery and is it likely to happen again or is it like well once it's fixed it's done
2: I'm just going to repeat my statement about original parts. Um <clears throat> but no. Uh uh Who it, it is mean? interesting like if you read if you read up on sports and uh, hernias a lot of a lot of people they kind of try to walk them off at the beginning but they generally are a cause of athletic pubalgia mm. and mm.
0: Uh, what what is that? that Do is... we want
1: to know? <laughs> Stick <laughs> a poll. Who who's listening right now? Raise your hand if you want to know more about athletic pubalgia.
2: Uh all you gotta know is it just keeps getting worse unless you have treatment. So even though like initially Bateman's injury was sort of couched as this is mild, he had surgery in August. Right. Right. So they didn't like hesitate
1: he he he'd been he had a tweak before that though like yeah. he, he had like a little thing and then a week later he had the big thing
0: yeah so what is this pubalgia and they, and I mean, they
1: well they described also they described it as a groin injury and is there is it typical that things like because to me hernia is above the Mason Dixon line groin is below the Mason Dixon line like uh, is it just so painful in that general area you can't always tell are the people to say groin because it's just generally near your jaw well it
2: is the groin but it's not what we typically think of as being in the groin and it does involve the the uh, inguinal area so there's a ligament that goes across the pelvis inguinal ligament and that's sort of our groin line and and that it does involve that area but It involves more of the abdominal musculature attaching to the pelvis. And as you said, getting torn off and you can get a hernia in there. And so there's a couple different ways to repair it. You can, you know, use mesh, which sucks. You're putting in mesh, you're sewing it in all around, making sure this is all done. You're, uh, there are less intensive repair techniques which involve just sort of some smaller stitches tying things together um which supposedly have a quicker recovery if you look at the research on it it suggests that like that with uh with the minimal repair you can be back in two weeks um so he the, didn't have
1: that he had something more extensive
2: yeah i mean i would guess they i don't i didn't I couldn't find any documentation of what repair he had, mm-hmm. but even with, um, even with his repair, um, you might expect him back this season. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's been yeah, he, playing.
1: He, yeah. He, he's, he, he's been back. Yeah. He played
0: uh, uh, second. Was this his second game back? I, or first yeah. Game? It's the second game back. He, yeah. He, uh,
1: and, and he's, he looks, he, he's looked healthy. Um, he hasn't been like really productive yet, but you know, like there's that, that, in theory, will come
0: right. So yeah. I think he had a, he had a decent game. That's but you can
2: sp- you can think of you can think of it as you know muscles and bones as opposed to hernia, right? Which is sort of intestines coming through a hole it shouldn't come through.
1: Right. So so in this particular case, it's 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 a muscle issue. It's not as if, as if his intestines are, are going through. Yeah. Oh, the hole can, That's vacated. But, but yeah. Yeah. Right. Um.
0: Okay. Should we move on? I think we should. Ryan, we, Ryan Fitzpatrick suffered a, a hip subluxation. Subluxation. Subluxation.
1: So the notes I have on it is it's like Tua, but it's less than a dislocation. Is that an accurate description of Ryan Fitzpatrick's?
2: Yeah. I mean, imagine the ball just kind of, so the the ball and socket in the hip is tethered. And imagine it just kind of coming out a little bit, stretching that tether. Uh, which is sort of a central tether in the head of the ball. Um, And just imagine it stretching it and then coming in and kind of snapping back into place.
1: And I I remember with the Tua discussion, we discussed how oftentimes when you have a full dislocation, there's a break in the hip. You can break out part part of the thing. Here it's obviously less than that. He apparently opted for rehab instead of surgery. And I was trying to figure out, like, that was a choice of his. He went to Harvard. Fitzpatrick so I'm guessing uh that it was probably a good decision
2: well you gotta you gotta figure uh do I have surgery now or do I have surgery later do I see if it gets any better or do I you know as a professional football player I might see if it gets better but it is taking him a while it Has not been, you know, rapid no, it's on not the quick recovery. No. Yeah, it's been and it's been taking them longer than they anticipated.
1: And does he have? Is is he have necrosis? Was a big risk in, and. That, that is a necrosis because that tether
2: has a blood vessel in it.
1: So you can still have that risk so even can, without even even if it's just a subluxation. That's yep. a, still a thing that they've got to monitor.
2: Yep. Right. Because imagine you've got this thing, you've got the ball in the socket, and it pulls out. It stretches the, the tether and the blood vessel and then slams in uh, against it again who knows you could you know, damage the tether you could damage the tether
1: right I mean I, I, I myself would probably avoid the surgery I don't know if that's a smart choice I did also go to Harvard though I mean just this last weekend
0: <laughs> Harvard, Harvard Square <laughs> you visited that's nice I like it all right Rob, Rob Gronkowski oof Broken ribs and punctured lung. I love this injury.
1: So, (laughs) because you're saying you see this a lot, and what I was looking at is when I hear punctured lung, I've I've always thought like there's a stabbing mechanism involved, but I also thought like you got a million little air sacs. um, Could is it really more of a pinching mechanism? Because like if you like, how do you how do you what is a punctured lung in relation to ribs? There's a
2: lot of different ways, certainly you could stab a lung and you could uh pun- uh puncture it and broken ribs can do that um my read on gronkowski and everything that they've said is that he did not have that uh in which case it would be basically like squishing a balloon and popping a little balloon and then you know the balloon is still being inflated and such. so the so
1: force like of the injury can pop the, the lung just the
2: force of the pressure uh, you know, like it was basically, a if you belly flopped on a balloon.
1: Yeah. Mm. So no, I read that he he uh, he doesn't wear ribbed protection. No, sorry, wait, no, he doesn't wear <laughs> rib protection.
0: <laughs> sorry. I, well, I got him. I got him. I got him. <laughs> doesn't need He's speechless. He doesn't know what to say. No, Gronk, just...
1: Gronk doesn't wear any rib protection. Sorry, if I misspoke. It's fine. Then I'm, then I'm we misspoke. all do it, Sean. It's yeah. not a big deal. <clears throat> if my grammar was off. Uh, he doesn't wear any. Do you, have,
0: do you have an actual question or did you just. I think it was just a bit. Throw that in there for the <laughs> m- misspokenness. No, um, no I, I think I, he
2: should go Steve Young now. Do you think he, he should go, have the flak jacket? He,
1: well, and like he's supposedly they're saying he might come back this week. Um, I'm guessing he's going to wear some rib protection, oof. right? Wear the flak jacket. Um, but you think that is this a, is this a hard lesson to learn? Like maybe like everybody else who's going over the middle and getting nailed by linebackers probably wears rib protection and he hasn't. So I'm, I'm,
2: I don't know, actually, I don't know. this I don't know what the, you know, uh, what the standard would be, but know, mo-
1: most guys I see look like they're, pretty, they, they look they, like they're, yeah, but they could also just be back in a few extra, you know, like tight end pounds, right? <laughs>
0: That's that's what I say when I when I go places. I, I'm just, I'm wearing rib protection. Don't judge, just yeah, in case. I got a lot of rib protection. <laughs> All right, uh, Chris Carson, uh, he's got a neck injury. Uh, so this is one of those. I didn't do a lot of digging, but I was curious. Like, what does that mean? Like, what is this a, a muscle issue? Is well, it...
1: the thing I saw? It said it's recurring or chronic. And this has been something that's been going on a long time, which I had not heard of before.
2: Right. Well, I I think this brings Chris Carson closer to the rest of us, Uh, (laughs) (laughs) because uh, the coach has been really clear that this was not uh, like a um, a game sustained like bony injury or ligamentous injury or anything, which makes me think that he has previously had injury to his neck. And he probably has some arthritis there. He may have, uh, you know, they said it's visible on imaging. Yep. Right? So that's,
1: is, that, is that like stenosis, which for me would be a stenosis risk Stenosis paralysis? Could, right?
2: I mean, well, so stenosis, I feel like he wouldn't be back in the game. Right. Right. Uh, today's NFL, I don't know, because you are, you're the risks of that uh, in his position. I think that's ended people's careers. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. So I'm guessing he's and, – and the way they describe this happening, sounds like he's got a bad neck. He's got prior arthritis just because he plays in the NFL and he's injured his neck previously, and he got it exacerbated. And, you know, playing in the NFL is is not uh, conducive to maintaining a-
1: But for me, when I, when I read this, my response was, sell Chris Carson. Because um, there's pl- plenty of reasons to discuss that. But I-, I think as you age, as somebody who's aged, I'm a little older than Chris Carson, um, like stuff just starts like, you know It's not going away. Yeah. Things just nothing ever gets better. Sometimes you're just like, ah, you know, that that knee that bothered me once every two weeks now bothers me every time I get up. And I just think that that he's if he's now missing games due to this neck injury that's been around for a long time, I just anticipate this be being the beginning of the path towards retirement. And that's so that's for me. If he's productive, like if I, like if I had Chris Carson right now and I don't, I you know he comes back, he's playing, I would trade him as quickly as I could. I if
2: I would agree, I, I'm probably not quite where you're at. I'd give him a minute, see what
0: happens with this. Mm. Um but it's not going away.
1: Not going away. All right.
0: All right. This is kind of a combo. Marlon Mack, Cam Akers. We have Marlon Mack back playing football yeah. after Terry. This isn't his really Achilles. about
1: Marlon Mack because he's back. Yeah. The question I mean, he's not playing a ton. And Cam a Akers Jennifer.
0: was posting videos.
2: Oh yeah. Yeah, he's posting uh, workout videos. So are
1: we are we entering a territory here where where the Achilles has been the death knell? And there's modern recovery techniques are such that maybe we should not be presuming that in every case. it would be thinking that well, if you're young enough and you're talented enough, that maybe you can you can get back. I, I we do have that Russian Olympian that that came back and like you know I think he missed like two days and he came back and won the Olympics. But like that no, wasn't two days. But it was like it was he seriously like it was, he won gold. It was seriously a, a couple months. It was I and, told them
2: it would be a year
1: and I, and I feel like and like I don't want to be like biased here but it feels a little bit like maybe this isn't real like you got it, it you got a combination
2: Russia. of so the Russians have always put science into their sports right the the highest Russian you know physiology biology biotechnology they've put that into their sports blood doping all that kind of stuff so I gotta imagine this guy, you know, he's they he had to have like, you know, direct stem cell injections into his uh Achilles, etc. And then he's got the threat of, you know, Vladimir Putin, you know, lacing his breakfast cereal with polonium. <laughs>
0: wow.
1: <laughs>
2: so he's gonna perform, right?
1: I mean I'm would, for... would they would he be more likely to threaten the gymnast or just the doctors? <laughs> uh, we need this guy back.
2: Well, we don't even need to get into that. I can tell you what's happened to doctors during the COVID epidemic. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. been ugly. But uh, so in the question any the case... question at
1: hand is okay. So let's just say that they're a, they're creating new crazy stem cell based treatments in Russia that nobody's even ever heard of before. If that's true, right, and if the Olympic gymnast can come back a couple months after tearing, as he said, it was a complete tear of his Achilles. Are we, is this the dawn of a new age?
2: Maybe, I doubt it. <laughs> I mean, you're still talking complete disruption of the Achilles, and we've talked about the forces that are placed on the Achilles tendon.
0: Right. So, still not looking great for Cam Akers.
2: Well, Cam Akers, man, he posted videos. He looks awesome in the videos. We'll see what he does when but he's that's- actually.
0: Yeah, that's different than than cutting out on a football yeah. field. You know? But I will say, yeah, uh, but uh, it's uh, something. Uh, but Ma- yeah. Mac is when he's gotten and he's
1: played, he's looked like an NFL back. Like I don't know if the he. The thing is, is like, is he as good as he was? It's a very subjective. It's very hard to tell. I
2: like that 87%, 83 percent. I think you just hold those numbers in your head and you just put that down for just about any injury.
1: Okay. Yeah. That's that seems to make sense, but that's better than it's better than where I was previously with with Achilles tears, which was it's your game over, right? And now I'm starting to think it's not necessarily game over. It well, just...
2: I will tell you, I looked up recent Achilles injuries in the NFL, and uh, it was something like ten out of twelve were like
0: former NFL.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, there's a lot of them. Yeah. There's a lot of them, and not a whole lot of them have been successful.
0: So. so just, I did the math, and the .87 times .83 is, they come back at about 72% of themselves. All right, there we go, 72%. All right, on to Irv Smith, uh, knee, meniscus. Is it's is it surprising he's out for a full year with this injury?
1: To me, it seems like it's, it's a scope. You just, hey, you got a little meniscus tear. It's what we call the cleanup, right? You just trim off a little bit of that meniscus, and you're good to go. Why is he out for a full year?
2: Well, again, this, this goes into this whole sort of sprain dynamic. People are like, oh, yeah, he tore his meniscus. It sounds like he shredded his meniscus. <laughs> but, <laughs> okay. you know, uh, so a, a tear, you might be able to just go in, clean it up, he heals up, he's good. But uh, he's been out for long enough. I don't want to point out the fact that he's a Viking, but um, you can. It's okay. That that might make a difference too, Uh, just since I'm in a room of Vikings fans.
0: Um, (laughs) What what, you mean? It makes a difference on how they work. His recovery. I'm just saying karma wise. Oh, I'm just
2: saying
1: karma.
0: Wow. Wow. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. You're well. You should just say it's you're not a Packer Ma- fan. It's right? not. It's I, not,
2: I grew up a Packer fan. I live in a household of Vikings fans now. Though, I, so. I've seen you
0: cheer for the Vikings. I, I do.
2: It. I cheer for the Vikings every year.
0: <laughs> just yeah. and they let you down
1: every year. every year. I think he enjoys like the rest of us. It's like uh, it, it's reassuring when they fail because then you just like when the Vikings won. Like think of how like messed up your life would be. Like I don't even understand what what's reality anymore right like it would be
0: a new world order it would be yeah it
1: would not be would would just not it would seem like it was an alternate universe you're in everybody's wearing goatees it's not it's not it's not real
2: no but i think this i i think our smith's injury goes with the other injuries and the way a lot of injuries have been reported this year uh at least in my reading last year i feel like Nobody expected much from the season. They're like, we got COVID going on.
1: If we can get anything out of the season, yeah.
0: great.
2: They're like, yeah, this guy's got COVID. This guy's got COVID. Yeah, this guy's injured. You know, everyone's like, we're all cold. And we got COVID. And who knows what we're going to get out of this. This year, I feel like everyone's hopeful. Like, we got full on. We got fans. And... Uh,
1: it's funny Adams has COVID.
2: now. Just now, it's... Out now it seems like some of the injuries are just being slightly underreported, Yeah. Right. Where they're like, Oh yeah, this will, he'll be back in two weeks. And then you're like six weeks later. Why?
0: Yeah. All right. Last one. Last one. Juju Smith Schuster. Uh, My favorite player. Season, right. Season ending surgery on a dislocated shoulder. We were also talking about this before I, I pushed the record button. I, I, I grew up watching a film called Lethal Weapon, and I suppose it'd be the, film. the late 80s, <laughs> a film, a movie show, um, where uh, the main character would dislocate his shoulder all the time. Mel Gibson played this character, and he would it's just- it been canceled, Tim. He would just, what's been canceled? Mel Gibson, we can't talk about him. Yeah. He's like he still made can. he made this movie. He but he would just like walk up to a wall and like throw his shoulder into the wall and, and put his shoulder back into place. So <laughs> my question is I've like I've never well,
1: seen any of this because I've never seen any of the lethal weapons You have bull- you, are you I've seen any- never seen any lethal I've seen scenes from one of them probably the first one but i've never seen lethal weapon mm. i get the premise Mel gibson uh, danny let me Glover. guess was there no. an african-american one? actor who was a cop who was on his last day and he gets paired up with a crazy guy like
0: you haven't seen this yeah, movie. No, this yeah. Is, this i'm not buying it
1: like 35 times <laughs> uh, but so yeah is, why, why is this i
0: think it is,
2: is significantly skewed a generation's impression of what a shoulder dislocation involves <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm, I just think Juju should have just, like, walked over to the bench and thrown his shoulder into something. So Not you've
2: you've heard of a rotator cuff injury.
0: Yes. I had one of those.
2: Right? Mm-hmm. So imagine the whole cuff getting injured, or uh, with our uh, uh, knee hyperextension injury, uh, this is kind of the same, right? With the dislocation, you've got the whole apparatus uh, being pulled out. Dislocation
1: is worse than a separation, right?
2: Yes. Separation is kind of like that grade one strain. Mm-hmm. Uh, although a separation can get substantial as well. There's maybe Mel
0: Gibson just separated
1: his shoulder. Maybe, maybe you're watching <clears throat> fiction, Tim. <laughs> Perhaps. Everybody in the podcast is like they have a doctor on and Tim's talking about Mel Gibson.
2: <laughs> they introduce him. They do in the first movie. He they introduce him getting out of a straitjacket if I if I'm not
1: Because he could do this? With
2: yeah. with a shoulder dislocation. Yeah. Spontaneous shoulder dislocation. And there are dudes who do that.
0: They don't play in the NFL. Got you. <laughs> yeah, so what is what does this what does this mean for Juju? Anything in particular I, I, I... I put this on the doc just because I thought it was a different—not well, that it was funny, but just a different kind of injury. Yeah. I
2: actually, you know, given that it's an upper extremity, he's not bearing weight on this thing. Um, I'd be—I'd be bullish on him. I think—I uh, yeah. think he's coming back.
1: He, I think, yeah, I think I—I I agree. I think next year, like this year, I—I—I I, I think I'd be looking at probably eight catches for thirty-six yards every week. <laughs> Juju Smith-Schuster. Go so, get him.
0: I started, as soon as Sean started talking, I just got a big smile on my <laughs> face because I knew something like that was coming out. And you did not disappoint. Thank you, Sean. <laughs> All right. Aimed I think pace. that's that's the end of our list, guys. That's it. Bjorn, thanks again for joining us. Yeah, it's been pleasant. Always enlightening. Uh, always a good time.
1: Are you, are you sticking around and watching the game?
0: I don't know. I'm going to watch the game.
1: I need DK to come through.
0: I need I need a few things. To, I'm leading in all my leagues right now, but I also have a chance and to. you want to uh, lose in one of them. I want to lose in my sa in our salary cap league, mm. uh, but the other two I'd I'd love to win. I got a good shot, so I definitely want to keep an eye on the game tonight. Yeah. That so. Sounds uh, good. Yeah. Had you got anything going tonight, Bjorn? Apparently, a football game with nope. you guys. I mean, fans. Right. I'm
1: trying trying to make it happen. But you, but you are Tim's also like, playing. I don't know. I might have the. A- <laughs> You are yeah, also playing fantasy, yeah you got I'm,
0: any... I'm dabbling again this year. Yeah, you got anything uh on the line tonight um uh not much I guess I'm middle of the pack players are
2: i do i do <laughs> nobody i got nobody playing tonight
0: all right. Well, thank you for joining us for this episode. Coming up in the next week or two, I, again, failed to look ahead to our uh, our plan. But I know
1: that we, we're going to do some trade deadline discussions. Yeah, we NFL trade deadline approaches. Yeah, some free agents coming up. That's a couple of things. That,
0: that's what I remember.
1: Yeah. But
0: so... I- you can, you can check back for that. Uh, you can find us on Twitter. I'm at SteelPod. I'm at SteelPod, Sean. I'll give another plug for our uh, Facebook group. There's been a couple of really good posts lately on the SteelPod Facebook group. Um, some good conversation there, so check that out if you are not already a part of that community. And our MySpace page. Just oh. kidding. I was going to say, <laughs> you started that without my knowledge. No. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks again for joining us, and until next time. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of Steel. Join our community on the SteelPod Facebook group and follow us on Twitter at SteelPod.